Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here. Just barely. We just uh, we just kind of walked in the building not too long ago and and uh, took everybody's temperature and and got all the headphones sorted out and and uh, we almost. We almost had Nelson Cox with us this morning, I understand. <laughs> Nelson, if you're listening, you should have stayed. But I guess well, you didn't when have I pulled time. up, Mike, I thought, this is the day I've long sought and wept that I found it. <laughs> <laughs> got Phil and Nelson at the same I thought, time. Now, I won't get a word in it. We, we, uh, we, uh, we haven't had both of them on. Uh, we haven't had both of you on in a long, it's long time. It's been a long time. Yeah, maybe, we were, maybe when we had that the, 30th anniversary. Anniversary, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Yep. How about that? Well, we'll yeah, see, we'll see, see Nelson next week. Well, I, it was good to see her today. That's great. <laughs> if she wants to come back, and I hope she does. But at any rate, we're glad to have uh, Miss Clapp. Uh, Ann, how you doing this morning? I'm doing just fine. Good. Uh, Brother Rufus Edmonston, who is uh, former Attorney General and Secretary of State in North Carolina and uh, Deputy Chief Counsel of the Senate Watergate Committee many years ago, 50 some years ago now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Tempest Fugit. How long did it fugit? Uh, it's fugit in 50-some years, Ann. Yeah, a lot of water over the... Well, over I'm the just dam. glad to be around. I want to read you what the saying of the week is here today by... Oh, okay. Dr. Are we going to have one of those every week? Yeah, Dr. Okay. Robert Schuler. Oh, okay. Tough times never last, but tough people do. Yeah, well, that's the right. that that damn truth. How about right. that? Yeah. Well, we, we agree with that, Dr. Schuler, And Phil Campbell is with us. She always settles things down when she comes in. <laughs> oh, Stir man. things up at work, right. but you, you're, you're, uh, Thank you're, you. you're down to earth and, and happy and, yeah, and contented. That. We hope we, we take some of the strain off of being a, a business uh, owner. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I, we I hope appreciate so. that. Yeah. It's, it's really uh, it's kind of like you for you, too. Uh, Saturday mornings oh, yeah. are not work. Oh, so that's, that's great. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get yelled and screamed at uh, on Saturday mornings. That's, that's all. That's it. That's it. I hear you. <laughs> all yeah. right. Uh, Unless there's a full moon. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's always been the case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've, especially in radio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, this show is one. I told somebody the other day, 
This is the show of characters. <laughs> Which one is the character? Well, it's oh, supposed mix, to mix be. them up every. It's supposed every to week. be. It's absolutely supposed to be that way. Mm. Not that I had this this great vision, but I, I mean, I did. As I've said before, I wanted it to be a happy and informative show. That's after I got used to doing it. <laughs> and learned a little yeah. bit about gardening. Well, after 30 you years, I should think, it. my friend. 36. 36. This month, goodness, yeah. 36. You know, as a matter of fact, I think it was 36 years ago, probably around this Saturday, that that we, John either retired or we did our first show with Irv Evans. First 30-minute show. 30 minutes. And then yeah, so 36 years ago. Irv, if... Uh, did you ever do two hours? Yeah, we we made it up. We made it up to an hour, then an hour and a half, and two hours and three hours. Well, who big, ever thought? Big Daddy moved us up to three hours, and sometime in the mid nineties, I think, mid to late nineties. Oh yeah, he knew what was going on. He yeah. certainly did. It he was a, a revolution, <laughs> a gardening a revolution. A gardening revolution. That's right. <laughs> Well, we uh, and we have a big family. We sure do. A lot of a lot of people have listened, uh, listened way back to to John Harris, and uh, since we kind of changed the show up a little bit and made it into a talk show, John only had fifteen minutes. That's terrible. John only John Harris only had fifteen minutes to read letters and stuff. He was you know. Gosh, just think what he could have done with three hours. Yeah, he really yeah. could have done something. He was the last time we had John on the show. He was it was his ninety uh, fifth birthday, and uh, he said, "Don't ask me anything about gardening." <laughs> 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 he was kidding, of course. But yeah, yeah prof- uh, professor emeritus at uh, emeritus at uh, NC State University in uh, horticulture. Quite a guy. Was an extension agent in Guilford County because my fa- father-in-law, when he got left, uh, got out of the war. Even though he had a he had a uh, agricultural engineering degree, but he was an extension agent in Guilford County wow. for a while. Yeah, so he, before he, he went was, in, Before he went into the dairy business, you were that speaking was of emeritus. Front. One time we had this preacher in Watauga County at the Three Forks Baptist Church, and he was introducing this world famous. Match, I call them matchbox people with a doctor's degree from, you know, you see on the matchbox that your, oh yeah, your doctor's degree from Lafayette University, and he says I want to, you to introduce the you to the Reverend Noah Critcher, the emeritus director of <laughs> services <laughs> for the Faith Bible Tabernacle Bible Church. <laughs> so the, uh, so emeritus has different meanings. It could be emeritus. <laughs> 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 Well, it could. <laughs> you, just, you just never know. But I'm so glad you all are here, and uh, hope, hopefully there's somebody listening this morning. Kind of feel like they're. Yeah, don't let me forget. When we get back out to the cars, um, we were cleaning out some more of Carlton's mom's belongings after all this time. It had some stuff packed upstairs. I found a Durham Life Insurance little metal ruler. I guess it's no a six kidding. inch ruler. That's right. One of your relatives worked for Durham Life Insurance she did. Company, Carlton's, which owned Carlton's WPTF. Mom, and it's got on there. We protect the family. Oh, how wonderful! Yeah. I'll be so don't let me forget that. to get it get up for you because oh I brought it for gosh, you. Oh my gosh! Oh my! Yeah, I know it was pretty neat. Uh, yeah, that that was uh, that was quite a company. I owned uh, WPTF for for many years, uh, sixty uh, at least sixty years. Yeah. So. Uh, 919-860-9783. Uh, 
919-860-WPTF. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener on WPTF. If you listen to the first part of the show and are wondering, what in the heck is this? <laughs> uh, we'll say good morning to our uh, friend who apparently listens to the show in Silva. And uh, Pam Beck. Is Pam Beck with us? Yeah. Pam. I am. Hey, Pam. Good morning. Oh, hi, hi. there, dear. Hi, Rufus. Hi, Phil. Hello, hello. Ann's here. Hello. But Nelson's not. <laughs> now, Nelson, now if you just showed up, then I would have said, I, I she, just well go home. No, she she's had enough of us. She, she says, just just keep me out here in the in the hurricanes and and so I don't have to mess with them. Isn't that right? You doing okay this morning? I am. I'm a little sore. Uh, Mike and I deconstructed a picket fence that was around our front garden yesterday. This is a fence we put in probably in the late 80s. And I'm telling you, I married the right man. (laughs) He's a workhorse, and he did a great job. And then we put in some new... uh, 10-foot-long 4x4s in the holes where the original pickets were because we're having to extend our fence up quite a bit uh, because of deer, deer predation. It, it's too much pressure on us out here. And uh, so, so you're building an 8-foot anyway, fence? No, it will be 8, yeah. um, 2 feet in the ground. Um, it'll be 8-foot high. Wow. And, um, yeah, this is, this is the only way to, to try to keep them out. They have broken through most of the netting. They've gotten through a lot of the wire uh, fence over the years. The, they are, when you've got a herd of about ten to twelve every morning in your lower drain field area, you know that that's a real problem. You got a lower drain field. Rufus yeah, has lower, Rufus has a lower uh, drain field too. Yeah, I certainly do. Yeah. got a cover <laughs> that you can walk on, through. <laughs> yeah, anybody on a well or a septic tank, and that's that's um, that's our. Mossy Woodland Garden down there. Oh, I bet so. So what if you get some uh, Olympic-type deer? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> the problem is, is if they ever get in, and they can get in anyway, they're kind of like Houdini. They get in, but if they get spooked, then they'll bust through things getting out in a panic. And you don't yeah. want them to get hurt, And um, even though they're obnoxious. <laughs> you don't want them to get hurt. Um, but you know, it's, I'm sure Phil has this problem with her growing fields too, don't you? We do. Um, but we took care of that last year. I finally just, uh, gave it up and bought the, um, it's the fence. It's like athletic fence that, mm-hmm. uh, they put behind the, um, like at the baseball diamonds and things and some of the, wow. when they don't have the wiring, but, um, it's really nice and it's eight it's at least eight foot. I think, yeah, it's eight foot. And so what we did was ran it through about two feet into the woods. We ran it all the way around the property. Yep. So that's the only way to do it. To do. Yeah, so. yeah. You're gonna ha- we're going to have to. And we're going to have to put something sturdy at the bottom because they will scoot up under fence. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Bob wire fence just gives them a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that what you're using, Rufus? Is no, I, I, I'm talking about back on the farm. Yeah. Oh, on the farm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Rufus's neighbors feed the deer, so they walk right on oh, we... past my place and <laughs> chop up on their gourmet <laughs> meal at my neighbor's, and I, I applaud her and yeah. will help pay for the corn. Doggone right. Mm-hmm. 
So have you been doing any gardening in the lower drain field or any place else? <laughs> yeah, walking around out here um, a lot. Uh, got all the bulbs in finally, thank goodness. Um, got some seeds, early seeds sown. Uh, some things like poppies, larkspur, those went in in the winter. Uh, mainly just going out and marveling at what's already sticking their little noses up. Some of the daffodils, the early daffs are coming up. I've got uh, snowdrops blooming, which are just wonderful to see right now. Uh, the winter flowering jasmine is starting mm-hmm. to bloom. I saw some jessamine, our old-fashioned jasmine vine. Is, is I saw a couple of buds ready to open on that. Of course, next week and tonight is going to blast that down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the camellias, of course, and the <coughs> winter fl- fragrant um, honeysuckle. That's, that's in bloom right now, and it's so nice. And some of the osmanthus. I was surprised we had to prune some branches off of a couple of our larger osmanthus, the sweet tea olive. And um, and it was covered in buds and blooms. So wow, it's this time of year. The blueberries are budding out. Yeah, now, have you seen that, Phil? <clears throat> I have at your place. I have. Mm. It's yes, amazing. I haven't seen it. Hasn't yet. it? Just hasn't been extreme. I mean, we had like that one night of twenty one, and I think it's going to get pretty cold this week. This week, but um, I wish the cold would just come on and. Hurry up and leave. <laughs> and the snow, too, so we can quit talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I don't want to discuss spring. snow. I don't, yeah. I don't want any of that uh, white stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah four-letter word. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Miss Pam, we got you got you settled there and everything. You're okay? You at your desk and sitting back? All right, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF. It's 820. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. Yeah, 36 years. How about that? 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. And uh, Phil, you, <laughs> you, you brought, you brought – did you bring the Daphne? I did. Oh, okay, because – Yes, we do have Daphne. Nelsa, Nelsa always brings some cuttings. <laughs> she did. She went to a lot of trouble <laughs> yes, she for did. a show she wasn't even scheduled for, and I wish she had stayed. Bless her heart. I'm so sorry, Nelsa. Uh, everything's she, been She took happening. her donut and ran. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. She's probably. Uh, well, we love you anyway. Yeah, she, she brought some didn't... things. She brought a, uh, I'm a, not sure about all of it, but that's it's a, a coral bark. That, is that coral bark? Yeah, I, I thought it might be red twig, but it's a coral bark. Okay. Coral bark. I just, said. yeah, I just both of them have great colors. So right. there's a, you know, there's a dogwood mm-hmm. you, you mentioned um, that has the nice red bark if it and, gets sun. But and then uh, this is uh, Goshiki Osmanthus. Yeah, uh, they don't, variegation. A lot of variegation yeah. for Nelson. They don't yeah. have much of a bloom, do they, Phil? Mm-mm. No, they don't. They're more and show horse. She said this was Miss Patricia or something. I believe she. I like that a lot. Is uh, that an osmanthus or a or a? Uh, it looks sort of like it's or, like it's a. It's got. Uh, it looks serrated like, edges on the leaves. And I'll green, have to check that out. Very green. I'll have to because she just uh, she she laid these on the hood of my car and took off. <laughs> she said this is this and this is this and this is this. 
and, and ran. I, and, and I gave her a donut. Left. I saw. I saw that she left rubber out in the. Yeah, she did. Trying to get away from this place. <laughs> okay. She well. said, "I got to get out of here before Mike gets here." <laughs> Well, we all know now. Everybody knows. <laughs> you were caught red-handed, That's Nelson. Right. And people will be talking. Hopefully, people will be talking about it and giving her some grief at the yeah, uh, garden go. hut today. Yeah, and she was telling me her mom fell. Um, oh no! Yeah, she. Um, I think they have that ring doorbell or something. And yeah. So she had seen her mom. So her mom's with her right now. So we're hoping that um, we, we were talking about. You know, Chip had a little bit of what he thought was vertigo. Yeah, for a while, and and that's what she said. She said a little bit of that. Yeah. So Roy Williams and you know, yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, it's. Um, but you just got to make sure that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I want to take care of each other. And um, then um, she also brought. I almost brought the whole a whole shrub of Edgeworthy. It, mm-hmm. it, it's just beautiful now. It feels like a. It's really soft. It feels like a lamb's ear mm-hmm. or something. Does it that just, have have fragrance? I know <clears throat> some do yet. and some don't. This one does not yet. It hasn't opened enough. Yeah. But this Daphne started yesterday. I even I had checked in, mine. I need I to look. I had it in the office. Uh, for I brought well, uh, Dan brought it in t- in the office to me to show me how much it had bloomed out. And then, <clears throat> in a couple of hours, I started smelling it. And boy, Pam, mm, so I'm sorry you can't be up here to to at least see all of this I stuff. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm jealous. Hey, yeah. we have uh, we have Bobby, and uh, he's in Wake County. Bobby, good morning. You're on WPTF. Yes, uh, I've got a lot of ivy in my yard and the big trees, and the ivy climbs up the trees, and every now and then I'll cut it loose at the bottom and uh, let it die out. But uh, I'm getting old. I'm, I need molded and roof. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just going to just say the heck with it, huh? I'm well, uh, hello, Mr. Methuselah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a way to take care of that problem permanently? Well, let me tell you what I do, Bobby. I do the same thing. Uh, you, you can cut it, and I always leave about six inches between cutting it so that it won't skip over. And then in the spring of the year, when it, when it blossoms back out, hit it with Roundup. Yeah, it used to be when Irv Evans and I started this show 36 years ago, it was around tax time in April that uh, the new leaves would come out, and that's that's when Irv would say to get it. But, okay. of course, things are a little warmer now, so we don't it, – it may be a little earlier. Yeah. So, I just did the same thing last week, Bobby, because I'm getting to where I uh, don't want to have to try to pull that out of the, out of the tree, and <laughs> it, it's a little little touchy. Yeah. So I, I'm waiting now for the spring to come when I can hit it with that roundup, and that will work if you, if you get them just right. Pam, you got uh, you get any other alternatives? Oh no, we're we're also battling it. It's one of those things that came in on something that somebody had given me. I, I did not intentionally plant it, and um, we are battling it out here in our little uh, corner of God's green earth. And we put a lot of cardboard down, trying to smother it out under trees, and then pile leaves or mulch on top of the cardboard, and that helped some. But, um, you know, just keeping it from getting light. So, but, but, yes, you have to stay on it. And I like Rufus's solution a lot. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll uh, try some Roundup on it. It's just like a forest of it. So I, I get to, uh, mm. <laughs> Now, don't, don't try spring it up in the air because you'll hit something else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that stuff really drifts mm-hmm. and, you know, it can get all over you, too. Okay, will do. Thank you.
thank you very much. Bobby, thank you very much for age, calling. Age well, Bobby. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, slow down a little bit, Bobby. I have. I have. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, you know, you just get tired tired of messing with, with yeah. the same stuff sometimes, like for Ivy. Sure. And, you know, it, it can really serve its purpose. There's a, a house in my neighborhood that I walk by on my route of walking, and it's a very steep drop-off hill, and, and they've tried everything, but they're letting the letting the ivy kind of grow across the front of it there. That's working pretty well for them, but there, there's some alternatives. All right, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 835-919-860-9783. Mike Rayleigh here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and Phil Campbell and Pam Beck. You should know them all well. And uh, so, Pam... Are you going to put a, a picture on Facebook of you sitting at your desk today? Is, is Mike going to do that? <laughs> well, Mike's, uh, Mike's busy right now. What's he doing? He's got kitchen, he's got kitchen duty. He made breakfast for me this morning. Oh. Good oh. gracious. We should have come out there and done it. Yeah. Let me tell you, 45 years I've got him trained. <laughs> it, took, it took that long? <laughs> well, my KP duty, Pam, is on Sunday morning, in the morning, I'm the omelet king. Yeah, but you love that, you and, I, and I do love making That's that not omelet. KP. As long as, long as yeah, she cleans up, the, does the preparation, <laughs> oh, and cleans up the mess. No, yeah. no, no. Uh, if you cook, you've got to clean. Well, I, I of course, I don't it. practice no, no. what I preach, it's but a, it's a shared thing. It's a shared thing. I I think that Rufus has got that right. As long as you're cleaning up every other morning, like six days a week, right after she cooks his breakfast. Dead God, oh, Rufus, are you God. are you doing that? Well, there's not much to do because we're serial people. Oh, not uh, serial killers. Serial, serial, serial people. <laughs> She's an oatmeal gal, and I'm a Cheerio guy. Okay, that's great. Well, isn't that nice? You just get all, you, we get really behind the scenes on this show. Yeah. You learn. <laughs> you learn not, that was not in your book either, no. was it? No. You didn't put that in there. wasn't in wasn't in Pam's or wasn't in Rufus's. Now I'm not going to talk about what kind of toilet paper we use at home. <laughs> <laughs> We are friends, and that's what I love about this show is the, the listeners also feel this closeness to us. Yeah. They feel like our friends. They'll comment on things that we say on the show later. Yeah. Um, I have a neighbor that oftentimes will, will say something back to me, like, I heard you on the show again, Good. and she'd ask for elaboration on something. So Yeah. yeah. Speaking it's of that, lovely. Pam, I, I, all. I went to I really a do. funeral of my dear friend Myrtle Calhoun, who uh, – was a great supporter of the Super Kids over the years and a member of the Raleigh Hog Group. Now, that's the Harley Owners Group of Raleigh and a great civic leader. And uh, I saw all of her folks there, and they, they at, the, at the nice funeral at the Raleigh Memorial Park. And I would say that half of them with whom I spoke mentioned very kindly the show, Mike. Well, good. And, and so I wanted to pay tribute to Myrtle, too, for being such a beautiful yeah. individual, had a beautiful garden, too. But to thank those wonderful friends of hers for bringing her our way and for being great supporters of the Weekend Gardener. Yeah, definitely. That's how that's how we're uh, 
Hap Hansen's buried, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. My buddy Hap. I've got some plots out there, but I'm oh, not going to use them. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> well, not anytime soon. <laughs> no, I'm not going to use them anyway. All right. It'll be cremated, but. Yeah, not during the show anyway. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Well, keep you can still use them. You can be cremated. We got three minutes yeah. to kill here. Okay. No, no okay. pun intended. To kill. <laughs> well, Rufus is serial. He's a serial killer. <laughs> oh, man. God, this, well, is David, ter- this is terrible. It's just. <laughs> hey, my, my son David's listening, too. So he's, Morning, David. He, he better. And then uh, today's Catherine's he's probably already, birthday. Yeah, he's probably already cut it off. That's right. <laughs> Mayor, right. How you, Mayor, how you doing there, man? <laughs> yeah. And today, I call him Mayor. He calls me Governor. That's right. Yeah. And he, he's the mayor. Today's Catherine's Catherine's birthday. Happy birthday, Catherine. And then uh, we'd like to mention Iris. Iris has been really under the weather, and I hope she's getting getting uh, uh, a chance to listen to us this morning to to maybe make her smile and yeah. while she watches her birds. Doggone right. Well, Reverend Catherine, it'll be all over with before long. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you prepare yourself for the heavenly trip. No, 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 no. She's got to stay around and do mine. <laughs> Golly, let's get away from this. Yeah. Get away from this. Hey, at least we're laughing. All right. Uh, so uh, did we leave? Did we have anything else to say about Daphne's? Uh, I had to move it over a little ways because it was smelling so fragrant that it was about to give me a headache. So that's good news. It's still alive. Does it smell like lemon to you? Uh, a little bit, yes. It Pam, does. does it smell like lemon to you? Um, slightly. It's it's a little bit more intense and sweeter. Yes, it, it, it maybe is sweet. Lemon with sugar on it or something. Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds fragrance. great. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, more like. Lemonade. Okay. There you Lemonade. go. Well, mine are right at the stage of getting ready to burst out. And I think uh, it's going to take a couple more weeks in, in the wild. Uh, yours is in a pot. Yeah. And mine are my three that are living, three, and they're about uh, four feet tall. Mm. And I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking about you now, Daphne. Behave yourselves and don't <laughs> drop dead on me. We're, we shouldn't be talking about dead stuff around Daphne's. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah, we we're not going to talk about any of that any any more today. So, uh, so uh, do you do you have several or just one, Pam Daphne? That is, I just have one now. I have had so many different ones over the years. Remember, we've lived here thirty five years, so uh, as long as the show's been going on, uh, pretty much. And so uh, we've had some that turned up their toes. One, my son kicked a soccer ball into it, and it wasn't. Two months later, it decided it was done. It disturbed <laughs> that disturbed yeah. the the roots yeah. on it. Those yes. roots yes, are it just did. so sensitive. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. like so, to be moved. It doesn't like to be right. wet. Yep. But do you remember the late great J. C. Taylor, um, professor oh, yeah. of horticulture? Um, he had the most magnificent row of Daphne across the back of his ranch house. Mm-hmm. And they were probably four feet tall and four feet wide, and they were healthy and gorgeous. And I never got to ask him what his secret was, but he proved that it could be done. So <laughs> he and Rufus, I think, have the record for the best luck with Daphne. But he, they're worth it. They're yeah, worth he did. He fickle. Yeah, he had. Uh, he went to the church I grew up in. Um, oh. Mr. J.C., and I, and he and my dad were really good friends. And I think the back of his lot was a little bit higher, maybe, mm. um, over mm-hmm. there in, uh, we co- used to call it the penny development. Mm-hmm. 
So over there off of uh, Buck Jones Road. Mm. Right, yeah. right. So um, I believe the – and it used to be an old um, apple orchard. So that might have been uh, part of it. That that part where those ranch houses went around that circle, it that the mm-hmm. back the backs of that were really pretty uh, elevated. Well, the largest Daphne I've ever seen anybody's home was that former DA Colin Willoughby's home. It had to be about eight by eight, the right. largest Daphne oh. I've ever seen in my life, and it had some hurricane damage uh, last year. But other than that, it's still living. Wow! And it's he's a weekend gardener listener, by yeah. the way. Oh. Great, great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I found out about that right after a murder trial that that he was handling. Yeah, Yeah, I was interviewing him. Oh, okay. So very strange. He's a very kind man. He's a wonderful um, guy and and, uh, did such a wonderful job as DA. Yeah, he helped me uh, after David had his accident. Yeah. So just a a shout out to him. I really appreciated him being there. That's right. Okay. Well. 919-860-9783, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. <clears throat> now on to uh, propagating Daphne's. Does anybody? Now, Rose Rhodes, who, uh, Pam, I don't know if you have a book called Plant Propagation, a primer by Rose Rhodes, who is from Princeton, North Carolina. We found out about her book. She actually called. She didn't mention her book, but somebody else did. And I'm I got um, I got a couple of copies. Yeah, I've got one. And, uh, I've read she, it read it through. It's very simple. She talks about propagating reading. all kinds of things, including Daphne's, which she's had mm. had good luck with. So that's really a neat. Well, book. my hat is off to her because they are not easy, and that's yeah. one reason that they're expensive mm-hmm. is in the nursery trade is because they are slow. It's it, you know there are certain things that just take their time, and and the losses are great. So, um, you know, good for you, Rose. I'm I'm, pla- I'm glad to hear that. And I have not seen the book, but I'll look for it. Yeah. it. Uh, I got it off of Amazon. In fact, I'm looking okay. at it right now on Amazon. Rose, R-O-S-E-R-H-O-D-E-S, Rose Rhodes. Okay. And the sweetest lady, we, we she's been on with us a couple of times, chit-chatting the last couple of weeks. and so. But she um, wasn't enamored with Rose's. Yeah, she did. You know, funny. She didn't. She said she didn't have any roses, Pam. Hmm. Yeah. You remember uh, back? I don't know. It's been a month or more ago. Uh, we had some guy that <clears throat> called, and he was trying to root some Daphne's, and he said he had them rooted, I believe. Yeah, and but we, the next step is yeah, transferring the them. <laughs> yeah, is Sorry. the tough thing, and he hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't. <laughs> He has it called back, so it, yeah, I wish he'd call. let us know about his progress. That'd be great. That'd yeah. be great if he could call us. So, Pam, have you ever tried that or been successful with it? Not with Daphne. Um, there's lots of things that I like to take, you know, little cuttings and things of. Um, right now, for people who are, are into the houseplant craze, goodness gracious, if your houseplants are getting leggy, yeah. you know, and you've got a good sunny window and you're you're bored, this is... <laughs> <laughs> something you can definitely do, you know, is try to root things. Um, my buddy Peter Lower from Asheville, North Carolina, wrote a book on growing houseplants in water, and most of that was basically taking cuttings and sticking them in 
water tubes and uh, letting them grow roots out and enjoying them that way and keeping them going that way. But you can do it in water. You can do it with some root tone and some potting soil if you've got a good sunny window. Um, yeah, there's a lot of fun in working with house plants, and this is a big fad. I'm sure you're seeing it, Phil. The demand is unbelievable. Yes, we are. And speaking of rooting in water, my mom almost always had some acuba or something like that mm-hmm. uh, with roots on it in a uh, in a jar or vase somewhere where sometimes she'd take some acuba and stick it in a vase with some daffodils or something to make a little arrangement mm-hmm. for the table and just leave the acuba. Uh, and, I mean, before long, it'd have roots on the, you know, coming out and have a have a jar full of roots, and it was great. And then you can, you know, put it outside somewhere. It's great to do that. It's fun. I've had that even with camellias. Um, sure. Bringing those in. You know, uh, I'm sure Anne has had that, too, with her camellias. Absolutely. Yeah, we've talked yes. about that. Uh, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF. We'll talk uh, with you coming up here on uh, the show. Scott and Selma and Richard and Raleigh straight ahead here on WPTF. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're sitting, we're sitting here trying to figure out what what this Daphne we have in, in the room smells like, and and Phil says lemon Heaven. pledge That's what it of all like. things, lemon pledge. That's a pleasant smell to me. Though it reminds me of my granny's. What about lemonade with blueberry vodka? <laughs> well, Rufus might like that. Yeah. <laughs> now, wait know. a minute. We've, I got accused of being as old as Methuselah, and I don't make me out as a drunk. <laughs> no. So so, uh, so, what is it? You you took a deep, deep breath over there. Uh, uh, what does it smell like to you? Banana pudding with a hint of lemon. Oh, good heavens. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, that does sound good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never tried that. Maybe the next. Well, I haven't made any banana pudding in a long time. Hmm. Mm. I can I make a mean Melissa, banana pudding. Yeah, Melissa does too. Yeah, and you we want those said. bananas to be ripe. Yep. Yep. Make the homemade custard. Mm. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Richards in Raleigh. Richard, good morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Richard, good morning. Uh, good morning. Uh, there's a while you're on roses. Uh, there's a rumor that it, uh, Western Wake County, there's a rose uh, which is indigenous to that area. It, and it has truly radiant blooms. It's called the Rose of Sharon Harris. Gee <laughs> <laughs> whiz. Oh, Richard. Well, it just keeps, on, just keeps on producing. Well, and if you remember yeah. from seventh grade biology class, uh, plant cells do have nuclear membranes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. That's right. And, uh, well, while you're on uh, Critter Stories, Back when I lived in Moorhead City, the uh, I had a neighbor had some pet raccoons, <laughs> and Moorhead City was not as genteel as it is today. So uh, I, my job required me to uh, travel a lot from overseas, uh, overseas, and uh, <laughs> I got back and went over to talk to my neighbor. I was standing next to the raccoon cage, feeding them a few grapes, and. Carl Bloomberg looks up and says, I've eaten many a coon in my day, but I wouldn't eat Bandit and Angel. 
Raccoon and Moorhead City. Huh? Well, well, folks that grew up during the Depression in yeah. parts of eastern North Carolina didn't have all the hunted raccoons, sure. That we have now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Squirrel, raccoon, all kinds of things. Possum. Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, we've got an old uh, Encyclopedia World Book, and if you look up a possum, uh, it, it, it'll tell you Southerners prefer the, the white, delectable meat. <laughs> Okay. You know, this brings this brings back a little story real quick. My um we were talking about possums and raccoons this week. My um my husband used to trap rabbits and my and his granddaddy would take them to town and sell them for a dollar a piece. Mm-hmm. Okay? But if he and and of course they weren't alive at that point, but then he would have to take the possum and he would have to take him live so they could keep him in a cage somewhere and feed him to fatten him up. So that's, I mean, that is just, that's old time. Yeah. That's back in the, that's back in the 50s. It's like hog shank and fish muddle. Yeah, really. <laughs> that's enough for me right there. <clears throat> yeah, that uh, pretty well took my appetite away. <laughs> and, and this year, uh, I think I'm going to go with the straw bales. Uh, again, and okay. let the uh, for tomatoes. Yeah, for tomatoes, mm-hmm. let them let the soil go into fallow. And uh, the uh, there's a book that I've got on it called Straw Bale Gardens by yes. uh, Joe Carston, and he reminds people uh, to place the uh, cut end up. That's where you can see like the end of the straws, and uh, that's important for the conditioning. And of course, the temperature is in uh, just a. Uh, he said you can advance your normal planting date by about two weeks. And if you need some climate information, uh, don't forget about the NC Climate Center. If you're getting ready to plant, need to check the uh, soil temperatures. There, there's a station out at uh, Lake Wheeler, and you can get the data on the current soil temperature. So you don't you don't want to put anything in before it's warm enough. Very good. That's thanks great. for thanks for great that, news. Richard. Always a fount of knowledge. We appreciate you calling, Richard. All right. Well, we appreciate all the sponsors and the hosts and everyone yeah. else. This is a weekend gardener's a great equation. Thank you well, so much, thank Richard. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thanks for being a part of it. Y'all have a great one. You too. You have you a too. good, good uh, man. Scott is from Selma. How's everything at Selma this morning, Scott? Good. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. Good. Somebody dot uh, was telling one of our listeners said we we're a little staticky this morning. I don't know what uh, what we're. Yeah, maybe we're, we're on a different too. transmitter or some backup transmitter or something this morning. They're doing uh, some no, maintenance, possibly. Um, we just moved into this house out on Highway 42 East, and uh, had a fella come out here from the Johnson County Ag Department the other day to uh, look at some pecan trees that we have and i wanted to identify these two great big trees we have out front he said they're chinese chestnuts mm-hmm. and um they've got to be very old they're at least 40 feet tall each the gentleman that built this house and, and um, grew all these trees here started in the 30s and we just wondered what the care was for a chinese chestnut when to harvest those chestnuts and anything you might know about 
Are these chestnut? Uh, Pam, do you know anything about the Chinese chestnut? Do you have one on your no, and, plantation? Um, it's interesting that you have them because there's there's a couple in the um, campus of old Wake Forest College in, in the town of Wake Forest. It's now the Southeastern oh. uh, Theological Seminary. And those trees are getting nothing under them than what the ground crews are spreading as far as lime and fertilizer. And they're magnificent trees. And they do uh, produce nuts in the fall. So if these are healthy trees and they've been doing whatever they've been doing, um, you can look it up. I'll, I'll go on uh, NC Extension Publications real quick here and see if I can find anything. Um, yeah, we but, just moved in December, so we missed this last season's harvest. But, I, you know, we, we, we found the seed pods online. They call them birds good. Uh, underneath the tree. And there's a lot of them, and those things are you know, really interesting. Prickly. They're yeah, very, very, prickly. very prickly, aren't they? <laughs> Apparently the, the uh, nuts are, are sweet-tasting and often roasted for, for holiday eating. I don't know if that's what they yeah, – the chestnuts they have roasting on an open fire on an open fire in New York City if you walk by some of the vendors. But uh, it doesn't look like a very – The, the seed uh, – I mean, the nuts fall out of that seed pod. It's not so – I think I read that right. It's – it's not that that thorny pod falls and then you harvest the nut. I think it falls out of right. the tree and then yeah, and then the, yeah. It's like pecans, like you know, there and walnuts. They have a a harder outer shell and then there's another a liner shell that's inside there. So uh, you know, I'm not surprised by that at all. Um, let me look. I've got I've got the extension bulletin up that is supposed to tell us something here. Let me let me see if I can find. Yeah, we we only have a few seconds left. We may have to. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll talk about this coming out of the news. Uh, Scott, thank you so much. Please call us back. We will. Thanks for listening. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF, Static E or Not.